The Working Artist Project is brought to you by Second Line Arts Collective. Learn how you can support at secondlinearts.org. We're creating a platform for those who are curious. One that tells the story from the artist's perspective. Moments in time, captured from the innovators who are reshaping dance, music, theater, and the visual arts. This is The Working Artist Project. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening. My name is Darian Douglas, and welcome back to The Working Artist Project. What up, Greg? What up? What's happening? Had to find all my buttons, man. It's been a minute. (laughs) Every time we do this, it's always um, quite a challenge to remember how to push all the right buttons at the right time in the right order. (laughs) I know, man. I I feel like I'm getting old. And uh, you don't hear all those things. <laughs> I know, as we're officially getting into the old stage, I'm 37 now, man. I can't, I can't, I can never believe that. I was just 16 and then I woke up and I was 37. Ain't there something? Well, you know what? Like I tell everyone else, it's better than the other option. So <laughs> we still here, baby. Yeah. Doing the thing. I think we're it's a blessing, man. My mom is watching tonight, so I'm going to keep my motherfuckers to uh, a minimum, okay? Oh, wow. We got one on the board tonight. I'm excited. This is going to be a family night. I've never really gotten a chance to hang with your family very much. That's right, man. It's a family affair. All right. Well, you missed the wedding, Greg. You would have met everybody, but you missed the wedding. So, you know, that's your fault, man. You had to go get some money. Hey, man. All right, let's get right to it. We don't really have no announcements, man. So we, we're going to get right to it. And uh, tonight we have a very special guest, someone that I know very well because we are we grew up in the same house. We're one year apart, uh, almost exactly. I'm born in January. She's born in April. And uh, she she's my little sister. She just released, so she's been releasing uh, some singles and she's coming out with a brand new EP and it's going to be dope. And she, she's kind of famous, Greg. Like the first day she released her music video, she, in like 30 minutes, she had like 12,000 views, man. What? Yeah. So I was like, look, man, I, you know, I was a little jealous, man. I, I released a video for six months and only got 18 views. Ain't that something? That is something. Man, we got to figure out how she did that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Without further ado, let's welcome Danny Douglas to the Working Artist Project. Woo, 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 woo. Hold on. I got a, I got a clap track. Hey, hey. <laughs> What's up, Danny? How you doing? I'm doing good. How hey, y'all doing? I, I'm, we're doing good. I, we got to just get right to it. So tell me about Danny. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about no, your to, what'd, you, what'd you say? I was going to say, you know, I used to beat, beat him up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Especially, you know. <laughs> oh, I don't doubt that for one second. Right. <laughs> Greg, I don't know if you know this, but my sister's about four foot two, man. So she did not beat me up, bro. Don't worry. I didn't beat, but, no. <laughs> oh, I think I always think that shorter people have an advantage in a fight, man, because I'm tall and I just tell people I fall. It's a long, a farther fall for me. <laughs> Check it out. So uh, it's going to be w- weird for me to call you Danny, but I'm going to. Uh, Danny Douglas. Um, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of I, I like the the music as you know, and and I want to get into like the why of the music and the, the story of music and, and and what's inspired you to um, 
create this record because you've created other music before this, but this one seems to be um, a little more personal. Yeah, um, just pretty much want to let people get to know who I am, not just as an artist, but as an individual. So I'm telling my story in my full album. You're going to get to know who I am from when I went through things with men, being a single mother and, you know, just how hard it is. And you can just get to learn me. Yeah. And when you. Like, what do you mean? Like, who are you? Like, what is it about you that you're trying to get? Just um, as far as like what women go through. Every aspect of what women go through with these crazy men. I don't know if you know this, but I, I am not a woman. So you got to get into some details because I don't know what women go through. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't crazy. Red crazy, but I ain't crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, first of all, how we have kids by them and they don't help us. I'm not saying all men, but pretty much 90% how they don't help with them. And um, just things that women go through. Like I have a song called Bipolar Love. And women are bipolar, first of all. I think all, pretty much all women. And um, one day we'll love you. One day we won't. One day we can't stand you. We might want you to come over tonight, but tonight I don't want you to come. So, you know, just pretty much on how we are as women and what we just deal with. You know, I always had an inclination, and I'm just—I'm really glad we could set this straight tonight. Always thought that women was bipolar. But just for the record, I'll, I'll own the crazy. I'm pretty crazy, so it's all good. <laughs> People in general, yeah. So, so when when you when you create music, is intent to tell the story of yourself, or how, how do you? What, what's the purpose of music in your life? Yeah, like this particular EP, I have been trying to just focus on the things that I go through only because I know a lot of people can relate. If I put myself and my music, my struggles, what I went through in life, you know, like I said, what I went through with different men, I think that everybody would kind of tap in to that side because we all go through it. 90%, you, you said like 90% of men don't. Mm -hmm. Take care of their kids. That's a big ass. <laughs> that is you you came out the gate firing all women bipolar. I just first of all, for the record, before y'all email me, I did not say that. Greg did not say Greg co-signed. I don't I didn't say nothing. So they, I didn't email me. <laughs> I thought how you was looking, you was agreeing to send I, I, No, no, no. I, I, like, I was shocked. That was a shock. Like, I can't believe you said that. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna have to get some people in these comments. Hey, what do y'all think? Get, yeah. in the, get in the the live comments and let us know what y'all think about those statements. But might be our last podcast. Might <laughs> 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 but yeah, like the, this song. The, actually, the bipolar love I'm, it is actually one of the the songs I like that the most out of the songs. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I want to stay right there. Like, what what is it that you think? like makes you i'm not gonna say other women because only you you bipolar or makes you flip-flop in the love category one minute i want to be with you the next minute you know what man fuck off you know what i'm saying it just depends on the mood like how i feel that day to be honest okay so it's like like in the song i say sometimes i want to be with you but sometimes i don't you know sometimes i might want to get married to you but sometimes i don't right <laughs> so it's just I think I think it's something that everybody has tapped into at some point, how we go through our ups and downs in relationships. Today, I might be madly in love with you. 
tomorrow you might piss me off and I'm not. So that's the whole story of the bipolar love. Right. I, I, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of intrigued by that energy because I'm not going to say that that's a, a female energy, but I feel like that's actually kind of an artist energy. In yeah. That like, I, I know, uh, you know, through, through our lives, we both encountered many, many artists. And I feel like we, we tend to be kind of temperamental people. <laughs> and, and I feel like that's also like a contributing factor to art on, to some extent. You know, sometimes that, that energy of those experiences are our inspiration. And so how, how do you channel all that stuff into what you do? To be honest, I love doing a song on the mood that I'm in. Mm. So if today I feel like I'm, I'm in a love mood, I want to go to the studio today. Or if I'm pissed off, like if you make me mad, I want to go to the studio that day and record a record because that's how I make the best songs. Um, if I try to, if I get mad today and try to do the song five hours or five days later, it's like, I'm not going to sound the same as I would if, if, if I was mad that day and I was in the studio and recorded it. I feel like you can feel me more when I do that. So. You feel like you have to like be in that state of mind as oh, yeah. you're doing the song or can you like rechannel that like a week later? I can't rechannel it. If I don't finish recording the song while I'm upset, it's not going to be the same. Mm-mm. Hmm. That's always that's always something that like I've grappled with too. Like, you know, I I, I could definitely identify with with having strong feelings up and down and left and right and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I'm like, you know, through my life, I've like tried to struggle with how do I, how do I continue to be happy at somewhat level and still create like great art, inspirational art, feel inspired myself. And do you, do you feel like that's like a possibility or something you strive for? Or do, do you like, do you like kind of see yourself as like looking for those types of experiences in order to create art? I do. I do. Um, I think, I think when we actually put our experiences into anything that we do, it, it's better. Um, you get to know us, you get to feel what we are going through, and you kind of understand, you gravitate to it, you know, um, because I know that each song that I've done, somebody has went through it, and it's going to make you gravitate towards that music. So, yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking because, like, you know, as we're creating art, and especially mm-hmm. when, like, you said that you, you, for you, it's easier when you're like right in that emotion. Right. And, so, and that shocked me actually, because, because first of all, Greg, my sister, she, she is the most talented person that I know. One of them for sure. She can dance, she can sing, she can act. And I feel like you could, because sometimes when we're playing, when I'm playing music, I have to rechannel something. Mm-hmm. The easiest emotion to channel is hate. Right. Right. And, and so like, if you're playing a song, for instance, about racism or or some other like horrific event, you can channel that hate deep inside of you. And then the second easiest thing to channel is love at any point because you because those are like very strong, but just like those other emotions, those in-between emotions that are more difficult to recreate to help your audience feel live. But, but we're doing something different than you do because you got to rechannel it in the studio alone. Right. That maybe that's what it is for you. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you yeah. Think? Yep. We're at the studio and it'll just be me, the producer. And it's like, when you're a singer, you, you have to get the audience to feel whatever you're singing. 
So if I'm not feeling it, you're not going to feel it. So I have to put myself and my struggles in that music at that time while I'm doing it, or you're not going to feel the music. You're going to know if I'm not, you know, my emotions weren't in it. Right. That's like when I hear Omarion, like he sucks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear Beyonce, you can hear the emotions in her song. Greg, for the, for the record, Greg doesn't like Beyonce. Oh, he doesn't like Beyonce. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I don't like you know, Beyonce. I don't think I think I tuned out of Beyonce when she left Destiny's Child. That's like that's like how far it goes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute since I listened to pop music like that. <laughs> I'm curious. You, know, you all, you all have a history, and I, this is this is. Uh, I don't know anything about y'all's dynamic, but what, what's as I'm here with both of y'all, I'm so perplexed and curious as to how did you all? I, I might. I'm going to interview both of y'all. That's that's. Oh, really? Right. Okay. <laughs> no, but I, I'm curious because, like, as as I'm sitting here, y'all are both fantastic artists and very passionate about what y'all do. And so I'm just curious too, like, like how, like, what was it about? You know, I, I'm gonna ask Danny, but Danny, like, what was your, part of your upbringing that brought you to music? And then I'm also curious, like, how did y'all get into music, but such different genres? Right. Well, Darian didn't want me to be in his band. What? And I'm still upset about that. Oh, oh <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> I was younger. I, I, I'm still upset about it. When I was younger, I wanted to be in his band and he chose someone else. <laughs> I think I saw him one time on stage and he just, after that, he's like, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't remember that, but. You remember I was nervous and I probably didn't do a good job. And you oh, like, yeah, that was it, uh-uh. then. You got fired. <laughs> 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 so you know at that point I was like okay so I had to start doing my own thing my own brother my family would not allow me to be in his jail band <laughs> Greg I don't I don't know if that I can't remember that incident mm-hmm. but it does sound like something I would do totally yeah but uh well, man you know what it was too like my, they played piano, man, and I played drums. He my, hated. Yeah, I, my sisters they weren't in music in school. Like I was in music in school, and she was in the dance program. Hmm. But we never really, we never, we all played music, but we never played music at home together, which which is weird. And then, for instance, when I would practice, they'd come in there and be like, "Stop!" They'd be yelling, they'd be mad, <laughs> practicing, and like you always practicing, like. <laughs> All day long. Oh my God, late. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, yeah, we did end up in two different genres, but it, that's that's that is weird, but what it is. Yeah, it's totally crazy. But like that, the thing is, like y'all are both equally passionate and equally talented and equally driven to to accomplish your things. And I just think that's like you know that's such a cool thing to, to check out about siblings. You know? Yeah. Why don't we take a, t- a moment now? I want to listen to this song, a few minutes of this song, Bipolar. And then we can just, since we, since all women are bipolar, that's not my statement. That's Danny. <laughs> <laughs> don't email me. <laughs> Here we go. This one's called Bipolar. Here we go. Bipolar. 
get in your band like oh i'm, <laughs> I'm tired of this jazz music man I ain't with it. <laughs> look, come on you come know on. i always like look what we gotta do Let's you know i gotta, stay ready <laughs> i'm curious i'm curious about what is your so your songwriting process like so you have some lyrics you hear like you hear a melody in your head like take us through what happens when you feel inspired Well, actually, I have a camp of writers. So, um, you know, we'll listen to beats. He'll make the beat right then and there on the spot. He'll ask how I'm feeling that day. So based off on how I'm feeling, he'll do the beat. And then after we hear the beat, he's like, well, what do you hear with this song? I'm like, you know what? I'm going through this, 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 and this, this, and this. And then he'll start, um, you know, just kind of asking, digging into whatever I'm going through. And then we'll just write from there. But we all, um, we all write it. So when y'all when y'all are in the the the, the writing process, do you, like mm-hmm. afterwards, how do y'all figure out who is going to get the points? Like, how do you know who gets what? Who as how, far as yeah. yeah, we we just split everything down the middle. Down the middle, Word. yeah. So we don't do this person get this amount of percentages, and I get this. We just split everything down the middle. Why why don't you just write it yourself? can i haven't written a song myself in a while and i think i think me getting different writers to write it it can bring out a different side of me i might write a song that's completely different from what he's gonna write or my other writers but i don't like to be one genre i like to be all like r&b soul jazz like you know, I like all of them, so it, it's just it, it's easy to um, for them to write for me. Okay. Who who are some of your favorite artists? Like I, I had a I had a flash in my head as to who you kind of resemble, but like who 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 inspires you to to create? My favorite artist, y'all like Summer Walker. She's the top one. I like Beyonce, um, Jasmine Sullivan, India Ari back in the day but uh the newest artist like summer walker yeah summer no. walker is like whatever okay. <laughs> sorry. sorry greg go ahead. no no but but i'm curious too because like so you say you work with a team uh-huh. and, you know like coming from like music school kind of 
conservatory vibes. I think a lot of us and artists take a lot of pride in doing everything, right? We want to write the beat, mm -hmm. we want to play the drums, we want to play the keyboards, we want to write the lyrics, we want to do all that kind of right. stuff. How, how do you think working in a team kind of like helps perpetuate what you do um, as opposed to if you were to do everything yourself, one-stop shop kind of vibe? I love it because having a team, it just pushes you to be greater. If I did it, I'm not saying I couldn't do it if I did it by myself, but one day I might go to the studio and I might, I might not feel like singing or I might not do the best that I can, but having a team, they're going to push you to where you're trying to get to and what they, they want. You know, you can, I might feel like I can't sing a high note, but he's going to make me sing. You know, um, girl, you can hit this, this note like Beyonce. So he just, I don't know, my producer, he really, really pushes me to be the best that I can. And I think without him, I wouldn't be doing a lot of these songs that I'm doing now. He pushed me to my limit. Yeah, it, remi it reminds me of how music was created. It is yeah. something crazy back, you know, in the 1930s, 40s, and 50s. Or even if you think about, like, the Motown era, like, they had a team of people helping to bring out the best in this. Yes. In, yes. like, in, in our genre, we don't have that. We just, mm -hmm. we bring out the best in ourselves. Yeah. Maybe we aren't actually getting the best that we can get because we have we have like one perspective on our art. And then yeah. we're, we're so sensitive. Like motherfucker tell you something. That's my second motherfucker. I'm not gonna go past. That was my third. <laughs> I'm only gonna say five tonight because my mama watch. But <laughs> <laughs> but you know, like we 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 if somebody said if I said to Greg in the studio, hey man, like you know, why don't you your tone a little fucked up, man? Why don't you try this? He would be upset the whole day. <laughs> yeah. I'm already, yeah, I'm already pissed that you said that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, he's only pushing you to be better. Hmm. And and what I've realized from now, from like when I started singing a year a year ago, recording with him, I have gotten so much better than what, what I was when I came in. Um, he makes me like when we're recording, he'll make me start singing first before we even write anything. At first, I was like, I ain't doing that. I can't do that. But now it's like, okay, turn the mic on. I got it. You know, and it's like having a team, they help you build your confidence too. Because one, you know, today I'm singing on stage. I a crowd of people I might not have the confidence, but um, he's going to push that confidence out of me. I'm like, girl, you can do this. You, you bomb. Like, can't can nobody sing like you? I'm like, dang, you're right. You know, so I don't know. It really helps having a team of people. Who, who is your producer? Who, who who do you work with? His name is Lowe's Brown, and he's from Jackson. Awesome. So I'm curious, like, what what is it about? How how did you all hook up? And then what is it about him <laughs> you trust so much to, mm -hmm. to actually tell you those things? Like, I, you know, I'm in the studio, <laughs> I get offended, and then how do you yeah. build that trust? I mean, I think that's a, that's a special relationship to have with someone yeah. else. Well, we met on Instagram actually because I did a single with Daz Dillinger. Um, Tupac's producer um, but I did a single with him and I was posting my music at that time from him and also some other um, people that I was working with and he just got in my inbox and asked if we could start working. We didn't at that time um, we probably waited about six months and we started you know came to his house and we started recording a little bit and then um, as far as how do I trust him because I'm telling you from the beginning I was not on the level that I am now. Nowhere near it. All right, I'm gonna so, 
I'm gonna shake everything up right now, Greg. I'm gonna shake it up. You know, I gotta do it. <laughs> so when do you know it's time to fire him or her? Fire, fire anybody on your team. Like, how do you know when you've grown past what they can do for you? Like, have you thought about that? As far as like firing anyone on my team now, like the way I look at things is like, I don't like jealousy. I don't like drama. Like if you can't bring something to the table on where we're trying to get, you have to go. You know what I'm saying? So I just pay attention to a lot. I pay attention to energy while we're in the room. If there's five of us and we're working on one artist at the time, everybody needs to be focused on this artist. So if you're not focused on the artist at that time and you're being selfish, we can't work with you because we're going to do the same thing when we get into your project. Can't work, work with me because it's all about me all yeah. the time. Yeah, I'm all right, gotta go. <laughs> so so when, when, you're, when you're in the studio, like let's say you said there was like five of y'all in the studio. So Y'all will spend like a section of time working on your music and then you guys will switch to someone else's at a different point? Or how does that work? Yes. Um, like, you know, we might do it. We don't really know until we make it there, but um, I might do a, you know, all nighter. But everybody is going to be there and everybody's going to um, participate. They're going to help write. They're going to push me. And then tomorrow night, it's going to be another artist. And I have to do the same thing for this other artist. I'm, and I also, um, he's also teaching me to be an engineer also. So while I'm there, I'm recording other artists. So he's just building me to be best, the best that I can. Wow. Okay. That's pretty, cool. That's pretty good. I need to, y'all need to put me on a team just so I can shake things up. This shit is going to. Uh, I need- <laughs> <laughs> That's inspiring though. Cause I, I definitely believe that like, you know, people don't come up by themselves, like people right. in groups, you know? And and I think that's like a real powerful thing to 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 hear from your story. Also, is that you're working with other artists at the same time, and you know mm-hmm. they're contributing to your creative process, and then you're doing it vice versa. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's like a whole scene of music coming up together. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we yes. do the same thing. Like you know, Greg and I started Second Line Arts Collective six years ago, and it took both of us. And, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like neither, I couldn't have done it without him. And I know I don't right. could have done it without me because it's just like, we have different strengths. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And also Greg, we don't give a fuck. We just talk to each other in truth at all times. <laughs> and, no, really. And that's hard to do. You know what I'm saying? We, we do it because we siblings. So it's always, we keep it a hundred, but like right. some, some people don't, I hate when people don't do it, but most people don't. Yeah. And so it takes that to succeed just like when you're in the studio mm-hmm. it's like hey man you don't sound good and, yeah and you just like all right and you <laughs> you do it better you know is that a douglas trait or is that just like <laughs> what's what, did you were you always like that or did you like is that some at some point in your life you had to be like okay maybe i gotta take some criticism oh no when i first started singing if anybody told me something was wrong with my song i'll get pissed like say what <laughs> Not wrong, my song. I ain't gonna work with you. Like this is the best, <laughs> you know. But um, as I've gotten older, I started to listen, and I'm like, okay, well, let me try it this way. Let's see how it sounded, and, you know, seeing how it sounded, I liked it, so I just go from there. But at first, no. <laughs> That's something that, like, you know, as a teacher, I find every every student goes through a different process with accepting criticism. 
Yeah. And I'm curious, like, was there a moment where you had that change of heart where you became more receptive to it? Or then also like how is, is there something that like I can do as a teacher to actually encourage someone to be receptive to criticism without offending them? Well, I think the first thing you would just say is let them know that you're not there to offend them, but you want them to get better and you want them to be the best that they can. You want to push them to their limit because you see how far they can go. Mm. So if they would just take that criticism and just learn to grow from it, they'll be unstoppable. And I think that's how I started. Yeah. Also, Greg, we come from a family who just keep it 100 with you, bro. Mm. Like, <laughs> like, like, hey, but you don't sound good, bro. So, I'll, you know, <laughs> you might want to get a different job. <laughs> like, <laughs> we definitely do. Yeah. <laughs> Look, let's play another one, man. This this one's this one's the uh, the title track uh, from from the EP. It's called Danny's Here. Too vulgar. We can't even look. We got kids. <laughs> My other little sister, she just turned 27, man. She can't be, she can't be listening to this stuff, Greg. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a good song. I, I like all these songs because they're they're well produced. Mm-hmm. And, and like, were you taking like a thousand takes? How does it or are you are you singing in tune? Is it auto-tune? Yeah. Right. Some right. of them knew I was not singing. Um singing like right at that moment oh no so they're gonna make you sing it over and over and over and over and over and i'm like look you sure that ain't gonna work i'm tired so uh-uh <laughs> so you were taking like you were doing like a lot of takes to kind of get the right one it took me weeks to finish this song wow i had to re-record the whole thing at one point so you know to get it right how it worked because you know we knew it was gonna be the first song out we wanted to make a statement like danny's here you know, um, so it wasn't a one take. How do you you know when something is finished? That's like one of the most challenging things. That was hard. That was hard because we kept listening to the song a thousand times. We wanted to get it right, but we kept changing stuff or put other stuff in there and I'm like, we gotta stop. (laughs) You know, it sounds good like it is. Let's just go ahead and get it out because I think we did a good job on it. Some somebody in the comments was wants to know when they can get a feature and how much it costs. Yeah. <laughs> Should they email you? <laughs> yeah, email me. Who is that? <laughs> Instagram message. Instagram message. Instagram. Yeah, D, hit her in the DMs for the feature. And if you if you want to share, you you sound good. 
And remember, <laughs> I get I get fifteen percent of all proceeds from from this. <laughs> the sibling fee. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> fifteen. So, like, what what's that like? Just the process of recording and it taking so long. You know, because you got this music inside of you and you you going in, you going in and you just like, damn, man, okay, we did two weeks on this song. Another two, like, you know, it seems like it's going to take, it's going to take you a few months just to get the record finished. Right. Whereas like when jazz musicians go into the studio, we go in there, we got eight hours because we're broken. That's all we can afford. So if it ain't good after that, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> We went through, a, we experienced something. Um, my producer, like we was almost finished, but he lost a lot of fouls also. So it was, it was kind of dis- discouraging for us both. So we kind of taking a break. It's taking a breather, um, but we are trying to get it out as soon as possible. Hopefully in a couple of months, we'll be ready. But um, like I said, we but every song that we record, I have to go through that emotion. So that's the only thing waiting for that emotion to come out so that we can um get the song done. That's it. So probably about two months. That seemed crazy as hell. Like, like, do you do you think let me rephrase it? It's not crazy. This is your process. But yeah. do, do, do you think you'll get to a place where you don't have to feel the emotion in the moment and you can like regurgitate? Yeah, just like be like, all right, I remember that. Let me pull that back out of my yeah. Story. I do. Sometimes I don't be in the emotion, um, but we'll sit there and we'll start talk, having a conversation, just talking about it, of what I went through, and I'll get pissed off like right then. And I'm like, you know what? Let's go ahead and record it. <laughs> I got pissed off. <laughs> so, but yeah, but hopefully I can get to a point where I'm just recording and it sounds the same. But right now, mm-mm. hey, Greg, you think she? <laughs> Now remember now, I didn't say this. Me and Greg didn't say this, but she said all women are bipolar. Okay. Y'all just remember we didn't say that. But is it uh-huh. is, it ever, is it ever a time that you 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 like you're in a studio and there's somebody that you have forgiven or you moved mm-hmm. on? And then like you feel that emotion, then you go home, you be like, actually, I hate your ass, Nick. Like I <laughs> you know, because you've been in it. You've been like yeah. method acting at yeah, like I have this one record that I did um, on my son and you know of course that emotion is gone like I did I go through it sometimes but sometimes it's harder to deal with but I know when I did the record that day when I listened to it that night it's like I was crying wow you know so that emotion it comes back after I do my records mm-hmm. wow. yeah Daddy, can I ask you too so are you still living sure. in I do. I live in Jackson. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so what, what's the music scene like in Jackson? And I'm curious because, you know, Darian moved up to New York and mm-hmm. you know, you're creating some killing stuff down in the South. And so what, what, what do you, what's the scene like in Jackson? And do you feel like staying in Jackson? Are you able to reach the audience and your career goals by staying in a city like that? I don't. I don't think that Jackson or Mississippi can get you where you want to be. Um, Atlanta, you know, places like New York, the bigger cities. Like instead of focusing here, I try to focus other um cities as bigger so I can get my music heard. But because you're you're doing a lot of traveling back and forth from Jackson, yeah, to make it happen with two kids and mm-hmm. and a job and like you exactly. 
is, is somebody like, you know, we, we interviewed Silas, dear Silas. In, in, uh-huh. he, you know, he lives in Jackson too, or in the Jackson area. And he's also, you know, an up and coming artist and he's got millions of followers and streams. And so it's, it's like, it's interesting now because with the internet, you can definitely mm-hmm. reach the audience. You know, you kind of got to like, now you got to build your audience first. Yeah. And then like Beyonce will call you like, all right, I got a record deal. Right. Or whoever, you know, that's kind of the interest, the, the vibe. Like, how do you feel yeah. about that process that you're going through now? It's definitely a process because to even get anyone to listen to your music, you have to build who you are as an artist. So just letting them hear the music, doing interviews, letting them in in your life. I think it's how they'll start kind of gravitating towards you. And like I say, just speaking about life and your music. And I think anybody will gravitate towards it. So it's definitely a process. Yeah. What's, what's it like? I, I want to ask, keep going back, Jackson, but what's it about Jackson mm-hmm. and what's it about the South that creates such killing music? It's such amazing, you know, food, arts. <laughs> what is it about this culture? About Jackson? I don't know, because I, I guess you feel like that because maybe you're not from here. <laughs> he from New Orleans. I mean, I'm from New Orleans, oh. so I feel like, you know, we're like cousins in the, you know, okay. whatever whatever you want to call it, this place. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think a lot of, we have a lot of dope artists here, though. Um, yeah. I mean, but I look at your city or, or New York, I look at those cities, too, and I think that they have a lot of great artists. Um, I don't really think it's just the South. I think um, we, it's, it's everywhere. You know what it is, man? To me, mm-hmm. like the South is special because like, because of the, if from, from the African-American perspective, because of the, mm-hmm. struggle, because of the struggle. You know what I'm saying? Like, like if, even if you look at just our family, like when our mm-hmm. grandmother was raised, she didn't have running water. So like you hear these stories you know, coming up and you put that into your music and you and it makes you work a little bit harder because you appreciate where you came from. You know what I'm saying? Versus people who are in New York, they don't create as good music because people who are from there, because it's life is a little easier. They get on the subway, everything, <laughs> everything is accessible. But in the South, you're always working to get to the New York or the San Francisco or the Chicago. You know, you're always working towards that. So you don't have that that like, oh, I'll just go outside and see the Beyonce walk down the street. Like we don't have that option. Mm-hmm. That's I think a little bit of that fuels you as you're growing up in the South. And it's just more, more talent too, for some reason. Maybe it's the band programs. I don't know. It just seems to be more talent. It's a lot of talent, but they don't look at the down South. You know, uh, that's the only thing that I hate about it. Nobody pays attention to down South. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, dang. So that's, I think that's why a lot of people move to New York or Atlanta or Dallas, you know, so they can get heard. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's definitely like I have a, a very similar feeling in that New Orleans, you know, New Orleans is the home of like some of the most talented people I've ever encountered in my life. It's soulful, honest, genuine, all yeah. these positive things. And and it's like the only thing like, that's the gift that made them them. But it's also the thing that holds them back in a lot of ways, you know. And um, but yeah, I feel very inspired by, you know, I, I just feel like there's a certain honesty to the cats who are down here in the South that. I don't know. I don't know if it's because it resonates with me because I'm from here too, or if it's if it's really there. But I know a lot of people say that. <laughs> um, 
yeah, it's it's interesting, man. The the sub the southern thing. Danny, what what's it like being a single mom and an artist? How do you Uh-oh. how do you balance all that stuff? Uh oh, that shit's oh, hard. Yeah, I, I got three people helping. <laughs> That's right. I, got <laughs> I work, I work, I come home, deal with children, and then I go to the studio and I probably stay there. It's like four or five in the morning. Um, I mean, a lot of times I have them with me. I mean, because I know it's something that I want to do. So I don't really look at it till like I have kids. So I, a lot of people think they can't do it if they have children. They drive me to do it. Um, so. Yeah, the kids give you a different kind of energy to eat because you you're trying to provide for them and you're trying to you know do your thing with them. It's it's it gives you a different purpose in life, other than like just it's not just I'm just doing this because of me. I'm doing this because of them. I want them to have a better life. At least that's how I feel. We only got one kid. You're right, Greg. I do have like 18 people here helping me. <laughs> Helping me with them with with mine, but she's like five children. She's crazy. <laughs> oh. I have five kids. No, I ain't got no five kids. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So 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 on a, on a, a normal day, like so, you are you working? You were working like a day job kind of thing regularly. Yes, I do. 7.30 to 5.30. I'm actually a special agent. Um, But yes, all day, pretty much, is how I look at it. And then I, I get, I don't, I really don't get a lot of sleep when I go to the studio. I grind. I feel like that's so inspiring <laughs> and important for a lot of people to really acknowledge too that, yeah. you know, if I was to just click your music video online, I would just, just have this assumption about what your life is. Yeah. And, and I think that it's really important for everyone to know that that you are working your ass off all day, day twenty four seven. To you know, if even if you weren't doing the music, you'd still be working your ass off. But to to accomplish these things that you're doing, it's it's quite an accomplishment. Yeah. Thank you. Extremely inspiring. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody in the comments was like, sing, "Single mom life is crazy." Yeah. It, it and it is. It is. Yeah. I don't think people really understand. I was thinking about this and this is kind of off topic, but like a lot of times you hear on TV dudes like, I pay my child support. I give her like $300 a month. And I'm just like, now that I have a kid, I'm like, what the fuck that's going to do? Exactly. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Literally. You know, what do you, what do you hope to, you know, as, as I know your children have an opportunity to kind of see you work and, and, what, what do you hope that they can learn from the way you operate and the way you live your life? I want my kids to be better than me. Um, I want, I want them to learn that if you want something, go out there and get it. You can't mm-hmm. sit down all day in the house and think that you're going to get somewhere. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> like I tell my son, he plays baseball. If you want it, you need to sleep, breathe and eat baseball. Get out there every day and go practice. Work hard for it, get better at what you know you're trying to do. Um, but like I said, be be better than your mama. I want you to make it, get out there. You want your kids to be musicians? Mm, it don't matter. Um, I want them to be whatever they feel like they are good at. Um, a musician would be great. 
to, you know, to start, but I don't think neither one of my children want to do that right now. <laughs> You're like, if you, you bring them to the studio all the time, like, you know, they're, 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 they're peeping you out on the DL, you know, like they're uh-huh. taking notes and shit. <laughs> When they turn 10, 11, they're going to be like, Mom, I, did, I made an EP too. Right. <laughs> oh, well, Joe, 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 he already, he, yeah, he, he, rap, he rapping and stuff, so he used to at least. He did one, but he don't want to do it anymore. He's like, uh-uh. He in the baseball, so. Man, let's, let's we, we coming to the end here, but I, I want to play one more track since your songs are so short. Sure. <laughs> this one right here is called Foul Shit. Here we go. I told you about my deepest secrets. You turned right around and did me wrong. I was pregnant, nigga. You was cheating. My amazing nigga. Up and nice niggas crawling through your face and different bitches. But you can't seem to come home. You disrespectful motherfucker. But then you wanna say that I'm wrong. Baby, your mama on that bullshit. I thought I was losing it. The fuck? Yeah, got me out here thinking I'm crazy. You want some fast shit? You be on some fast shit. You want some fast shit? You be on some fast shit. You want some fast shit? You be on some fast shit. You want some fast shit? You be on some fast shit. You was mad, I caught you slipping, nigga But should I really give a fuck? I'm about to have your baby, nigga Stop playing Why you out laying with a duck? I can't believe you didn't focus on us I can't believe you didn't put your heart in it Wow, that's what you was about to get in I can't believe you didn't focus on us You know what I'm saying? Enough motherfuckers for all of us. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's Greg's first motherfucker. Like since we started. Congratulations, Greg. I try it. to keep it PG, man. You know my kids are watching it. School. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, and and just to bring it full circle. That's how we started. You talking about, you know, your yeah. frustration with the the men that you encountered, and you said ninety percent of the women encounter men who don't do the right thing, who don't focus right. on what's right in front of them. Right. They don't focus what's right here in front of you. Um, okay. But it's like when they're about to lose you is when they try to start focusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There you go. You ain't say hey. but a word. It's too late at that point. It is too late. I, I was just watching the, what's that, what's that TV show? It's on VH1 with Tammy Rowland. Wrong what her name is. Oh, yeah. It's like, it, yeah, like they be cheating on It's It's crazy. Like, as soon as you pop in on them with the other five girls, like one girl had a, she was cheating with a dude and she was cheating with a girl. And then, and then the, the, the girl she was cheating with, she was cheating with that girl boyfriend. It was just a lot. And then they showed up just like, oh, what's happening? No, ah, I, I really want you though. Like, no, you don't. <laughs> You don't. <laughs> you don't. Show me the first time. You did. Can't can't focus, Greg. I used to be like that when I was in my early twenties. But see, now I'm old. I'm old. Well, let's not, let's not get into that. That's a whole. Other- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we have to, we have to start another nonprofit for that one. <laughs> 
Listen, y'all, we this we coming to the end. Before we go, I do want to give you, Miss Danny Douglas, an opportunity to um, tell the people where they can buy your merchandise, buy your CDs, connect with you, and um, become one of your fans. Yes, my Instagram is the Danny Douglas, and you can download my music on Spotify, iTunes. You can um, go on YouTube, but um, you can get it from anywhere, all over. There you go. You, you don't have no merch? No. Okay. Not yet. It's coming. All right. All right. Get you some merch. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, thank you so much for coming on the Working Artist Project. It's been it's been a true pleasure. Woo. Thanks All right. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad to get to meet you and get to hang it. And your music is absolutely killing. Thank you. All right, y'all. My name is Darian. Right. My name is Gregory Ajit. We'll catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.